Hey, greetings, everybody. Uh, this is Wesley Pepper. This is the Art Lexia Podcast. This is episode uh, 116. And um, yeah, man, before I get into today's guest, um, yeah, man, um, you know, I did the, the last last episodes of Caballero Mokin um, with those, and I had a lot of fun things, I think. We'll probably do something similar in the future. Um, and then, yeah, but just look out to his book, um, Hunger and Arrival. I saw it's actually had exclusive books and a bunch of other books also. So look out for that. I'm glad to have a dope ass forward. So it'll definitely be worth those purchase. And um, just one just one or two other things. Um, I saw Kevlar and I haven't been recording for a while, but we are. We've actually got a guest lined up. I think in a week, two weeks, could be a week. Um, if I can down, it's on my calendar somewhere. Um, and um, it's just been really tricky to, you know, the load shedding in South Africa has been really, has been really too much over the past, not so much this week, but the past two weeks of scheduling, especially with the size, been really tricky. So that's part reason why. But we will have the African Genius podcast series, we'll have it soon. So look forward to that. And for my new and returning listeners, yeah, man, much love, much love to everybody. There's a few of you guys, so much love. And just the last thing on the YouTube shorts, I see you guys are doing, uh, listening to that, so thanks for that, man. I'll be doing much, much more. Um, and I guess that covers all the formal stuff, you know. Um, I've got a dope-ass guest today. You know, we spoke to her last, I was in last week, we spoke to her last year. Kanilwe um, Mokuna, my sister, thank you very much for coming. Um, I love thanks the hair. I love the hair. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah, the hair is crazy. I love it. Man, just before we start, we spoke a little bit of air. Um, I mean, I reacted to one of your posts on one of the social media platforms the other day about the three years after COVID, um, how artists are, how people are. I'll just tell you before we, before we, before we jump into it, I'll tell you why it resonated with me. It's because it's actually the first time I've, I've seen that fucking... The first okay. time, like, <laughs> I swear, <laughs> nobody, it's like, it's like COVID <laughs> three years ago and like, we just moved on with our lives, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, uh, when I died, I was like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, I mean, on my side, I'll start off with my side and then, you know, then I'll bring you in, um, besides the podcast that I, that I, that I started three years ago, uh, it's been hell, I mean, I lost fucking, like, a lot of shit. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure, it's money, but it was still my shit, you know, and that's it. That mm-hmm. I had to move to a different problem, I go back home, it was uh, to adapt. It's been, it's been, <laughs> uh, so, so, so one of the things is that the, 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 the podcast sort of, sort of kept me okay, man, because I'm talking to everybody and talking to old friends and stuff like that, so that was really mm. cool, but you know, especially with my um, one thing that I that it did affect me um, this year is I've been making no art this year. Um, it's just been the load sharing had a lot to do with that though. Because in the studio, when the lights go out, um, you know, it becomes dark real quick. Um, and in mm. summer, um, you know, after a while, if the fan's not on the mosquito, you know, the bugs and, and all this shit. It's yeah. overwhelming, man, and I don't like that. I, I, I just like to work. So that had, a, that had a role to play, amongst other few things. But I thought that was really good <laughs> to start off with, man. So, yeah, man, this is the start of day. What's, why, did you, why did you set up the – why did you say that? What would, or rather, what were you expecting to get out of it? 
Okay, so like, I guess the same as you, um, I haven't, that's why I think I actually said, um, we don't talk about 2020 enough. Yeah, um, but yeah and and that's because I, get, I, I haven't seen the conversations, but you never know if they're happening or not. And my intention was um, to start the conversation that I want to have, right? And, and I guess um, that has been, like, in retrospect, the biggest, um, one of the bigger lessons and, like, guides of, like, where I am headed, so, you know, like, I mean, it's a mix of emotion for me with 2020, but um, mostly good because um, at first I was freaking out, I remember. Because, um, <laughs> like, you know, I, and I'm sure everyone was freaking out. Um, and, and mostly about, you know, like um, our... I guess, uh, living security, like my apartment. I mean, same as you, I lost, you know, like from from 2020 to now, I lost what I would say, what I thought was like the biggest part of um, my success um, in a sense, which was like my apartment, my own space, my own independence, um, if we're looking at it like that. Yeah, same, um, yeah. Let me just go back. <laughs> uh, so 2020. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of us were worried mainly about, like, our livelihoods. Now that, you know, like, we can't even go to work. And, but for me, I'm quite surprised, actually, how quickly that uh, panic just, like, calmed down. And I had to just... Um, let go and enjoy the pause because like I was reaching um, burnout and I wasn't like, I was starting to be aware of it, but I, I, I wasn't aware why, you know? Um, and, 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 and not understanding that, I guess like how, 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 how the pause um, would actually make it clearer why the pause had to happen or the why why I was feeling burnt out and you know because we tend to think more work means more security or you know like and that if we stop working then um, we uh, die <laughs> basically yeah good point you know point. um so like <laughs> so as soon as that um, I, I let that go for a bit. Then I started making work more because just before the lockdowns, I was actually still working for the project space as the director and being like, being literally the only employee and carrying it through for, I think it was two years at that time. And at first, you know, I could handle it. I felt I could handle it and I did. But like at some point it just became... Uh, um, I just took too much of the energy that I needed to do my own thing. So when everything paused and we didn't have to go out to um, 
Right. So, so being able to pause from having to like um, go to the project space, do that work and come home, do my work and then sleep late and then wake up early and, you know, that whole <laughs> ridiculous cycle. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I then let go and started enjoying um the freedom that I had with my time and, you know, and, and then started shifting into also a schedule that works for me, which is like working at night mm. and like sleeping and resting during the day, mm. which now I realize like that was like a really important shift for me and my not only um, like, you know, work productivity and stuff, but also like on a spiritual um level and and that is like the something that i'm realizing now i wasn't aware then mm. um how important it was but yeah so that shifted and i got to spend a lot more time doing what i love which was making work without the pressures of like needing to go out and all of a sudden you know like help came in other ways like for instance there were a lot of COVID relief funds for like mm. artists now looking back and I was lucky enough to be one of the artists oh, really? to support with rent yeah uh -huh, not, the, really? not the South Africa not the government stuff stuff that we would get from like Vanza oh yeah okay yeah there was a program that I think it was between Benza and maybe business arts, oh, Basa okay. yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. They were doing the, they were rolling them out on a I don't know, bi monthly basis or something. Um and then like the maximum support you would get I think was like four months and that was but you would apply every oh. um I don't know, two months or something. Oh. So um that helped a lot with me not having to worry about like, how am I going to pay rent? And then all of a sudden, you know, like my work then started selling on Instagram mm. and now I didn't have to worry about <laughs> um, the job that I was doing and losing that. And also starting to realize that actually, cause like it was, it's an, non-profit organization so I, I i wasn't really making money from it it was just like oh sorry <laughs> it was really just more of a passion project oh. which started to just take too much from me without much in return i guess oh. i don't know so so like by the end of 2020 <clears throat> and 2021 things were just really good um and and then came a point oh so so then the lockdowns before i go on ended and we had to go 
back to the norm. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and I quick, I then quickly realized that I don't want to do that. Like, no, like that is not, that is uh, not for my highest purpose. And by then I also didn't need to, because like my work was doing just fine for me anyway. And like, um, so it made it easier to let go of that. And and then, you know, things continued to go well. And then came a point where now, you know, just like there were other, I guess, yeah, other energies pulling at, at me, especially with like relationships and like just very bizarre um, shifts in like, in especially the closest relationships that I had. And it just didn't make sense. And all of that um, baggage I took on. And that's when things started now, like turning <laughs> for um, the worst in a sense, you know, it's like I, I came back down to earth or, or down to the 3D earth that um we're, we're all saying goodbye to thankfully um but and so like 2022 was a year of me just watching things not work out and like no matter how hard i tried to like try new stuff try you know like learn new things like I tried my hardest and nothing, nothing was working. Um, and that was very difficult. That was very difficult. Um, and then, so, so wait, then 2023, um, I think on the second, that was like my previous suicide attempt. That's how bad things got. I just felt defeated. And like, but I tried, you know, like not understanding that, but I tried everything, like literally how th this, this doesn't make sense. There's, there's something wrong with this world and I don't have to be here. I'm out of here. Um, so, so then 2023 after, um, this, <laughs> the failed suicide attempt, um, and then, you know, like, I had to quickly um, catch up to like what is happening right now, which like which is like a very very um, good turning of the wheel, and like like even for you, I hear what you're saying about the things you've lost, like all of that. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, this year was me trying to figure out why are things so unfair, right? Why are all of us who are doing the work, putting in the work, it's like we're still getting all these blocks left and right. And it's like, it doesn't make sense. And like, I mean, it didn't make sense to me, especially after I had thought I, have, I had figured everything out yeah, and like things were going well and like um 
So, 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 okay. So coming back and like realize, trying to catch up with like, what did I do wrong? What went wrong? And like, um, how to get back on track and realizing that, I mean, um, in retrospect, I guess one could say what, nothing went wrong, right? It was just like me resisting letting go of things that were not built on like strong foundations, even though I thought they were, you know, like, um, or unhealthy attachments to, um, to like earthly symbols, like me having my apartment. Um, that meant a lot to me because it was like, um, an anchor of like how far I've come. Yeah, I know exactly what you say. Yeah, but with me getting so attached to that, you know, without realizing that, you know, that's that's not a real like marker of like what I'm capable of. Like it shouldn't. It's not. That's not it, right? But me like trying so hard to not lose it because I thought I, I I guess I had gotten to a point where I thought losing it means um a lot more than it <laughs> than it doesn't. So like like the universe had to like rip it off no matter how much sure. I like and screamed and like <laughs> and and it was until I finally um with more answers for the questions that I've been asking that I finally let go of trying to like hold on to that. Um that you know like the divine plan started to show itself and like now I'm 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 back to feeling myself. <laughs> and like and not, uh, which which is really like you know, like that best self that I reached um, after letting go of the threat of 2020, um, I honestly feel like I reached God mode. Like it was just unreal. You know, it feels like it was like a whole lifetime, but like it it, it was just a year of like <laughs> um, really stable ground and really and like prosperity and um um, just high vibes. Um, but yeah, just now, you know, with with all the wisdom of like why things had to happen. And I think for me, that was the biggest thing, like not knowing why and why, like, like, you know, and now coming to an understanding like of like the bigger scheme of things and how, I mean, I, I'm I'm also I consider myself a workaholic and like not working not being able to work and stuff. I had to let go of that, especially when when I was still holding on to my apartment and they had turned off the lights. So now it's like I had to force myself to try and work during the day, which didn't work. And then at night it's like it's dark using candles and like that not really working. I can't say like I I have been creating, but like nothing that was like 
Um, how do I put? Mm -hmm. Like just for the play of it, because like that is like, you know, that is the whole point for me. Like, you know, oh, that period of my life where like I was like the happiest and like just doing being my best self. Um, what I create was play was never work, you know, and like so so now i've 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 just been like um trying not too hard, but like trying to just like let go of that um feeling of like wanting to um do things the old way because like I now realize that I don't have to and um and I'm I'm at a point in my life where I need to be doing focusing on other things but mostly on like um being present and like just sharing my wisdom and like just having conversations with other people and like um and helping other people also um, share their experiences, but also like, you know, for them to get understanding of whatever it is that they're not. Um, and yeah, just following my intuition again, which like, you know, is like the biggest thing, like just living highly intuitively. Yeah. Um, and letting things come to you, not just constantly chasing. But yeah, that's really why I started the conversation. Um, yeah, you said quite a bit there, and you covered so many, a lot, so many things. A lot. <laughs> but like, yeah. I think that's such that is such a reflection of where we are. Like everything is so layered, nothing is straightforward. I like what you said about um, how you sort of. Uh, well, I don't, I don't necessarily always agree because I'm like, fuck capitalism. But like I built, I took so many years to build what I have and for something that I had no control to take it away. I'm like, that's just capitalism at work. Um, on my side, I just saw it like that's just the system at work. And capitalism I don't is like the system. <laughs> and it, yeah, and that's why it's like, um, because capitalism is based on um nothing that is grounded in like truth and honesty yeah, that's man. why yeah, it before, like, so everything that isn't based on that is crumbling now yeah man and like i'm really excited to see like uh, what 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 we as like a human collective you know like us realize our highest self without those things that we know like are not serving us anyway and we've been one interesting point um interesting point i think we can actually just you know go on that there about like what serves and just for my listeners just especially for you return a little we're talking about the arts so what you know what serves the arts and what sort of artists in particular in south africa or, or africa yeah. but yeah the, the quote-unquote third world i hate using that word i mean i'll just just say just say africa but like but like what i want to say <laughs> Just a, just a, just before uh, the uh, point on um, on um, on on capitalism, I think out of out of everything that has changed, 
post uh, post 2020 capitalism didn't and uh, i thought in my in my in my in my career, uh, my career in my on my side it has definitely um you, you you said something that i relate to where you sort of looked at what you have and see like my success is not really um measured on like what i have i totally get that i totally get that personally on a personal space i'm trying to get a grip so that it's not that easy though um but i'm trying to it's get not a grip so i was kicking and screaming <laughs> it's not. <laughs> i'm not gonna say it's easy I was like, until <laughs> I lost everything and I had to just surrender. It's not at all. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not. not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Um, and you also mentioned this about your independence. I mean, like, I, I moved out of the house when I was 18. So I was still a young buck and I moved back in my 40s. Um, so my entire adult life to sort of re- uh, it's still an adjustment. It's still every day, even this afternoon. Um, but um, <laughs> what I what I like about, or rather, where what I'd like to talk about that there is this is this is this this change. You're saying that you you, you know you had that um, you had that suicide attempt, um, and you said that like you sort of or or I take with what you said is that like. You sort of saw a new purpose. I don't know if that's the right meaning or, or, or word that I'm saying that like you sort of re-looked at your life or reimagined it. Um, and you're talking about like how other people look at you. I can tell you one thing for sure, um, based off our last conversation. It was last year, I think it was last year this time. It was also cold, I remember. That was an incredible conversation we had. It was it was incredible. Um, I think the stuff that we said. It resonated, like you know, um, you know, people listen to this platform, this podcast, told me, and even my co-host, I'm seeing that at the time. We spoke about it in, uh, enough afterwards. Um, I like what you said about. Um, we also we also pretty similar there during 2020. Um, that first or, or during the hard lockdown up until about the end of the year, you know, I was also doing a bunch of other projects. We sort of kept the machine going, and to be honest. You know, for, for everybody outside South Africa, the hard lockdown happened in the beginning of winter in South Africa, and it was cold. It was it was really cold. So being indoors wasn't always the worst. It wasn't always the worst thing, and 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 a lot of that yeah. sort of isolation and comfort in that isolation it worked for me. It, it, that's why you know I I I, I put together the podcast for, for 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 one thing in my business. Yeah. So 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 there was something, and then. You know, just like you, like 2022, it was it was more late 2022 this year. Um, um, and then there's mm. some sharing things just made everything worse. Um, and now, yeah. now we have this tech, this um, AI and all this tech thing, this Mursa wave that's, that's, um, that's coming in. And I had a conversation, and I want to pick your brain on that, actually, because one of the things that I find very... This is fucking dope. Anyway, your online presence is like some of the freshest shit I've seen. I fucking relate to that stuff. Like, I think the memes, which I think is too dope, the dark sense of humor. Oh, I mean, the memes save my sanity. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I see that. I see exactly what you're saying. Like, it's it, it, it's so it's so weird. Like, in some sort of dark sense of humor, there's a sense of... There's a sense of life in there. There's a sense of like, oh, I'm not the only one. <laughs> it, 
was like the greatest gift for me in 2020, like just being able to find the humor and the absurdity of things. It was like just such a beautiful saving grace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is, it is, it is. And, 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 and what I dig about your work, because your work doesn't, doesn't make any specific statement. It, 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 I don't even think it, definitely not, not from I look, it doesn't say like I'm saying this, but it's just beautiful, intricate detail, very organic, like the shapes and stuff. And I think that juxta the dark sense of humor, you know, they, 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 they sort of, I love, I love how they, it's dope. I mean, it's, it's dark and I don't think everybody gets it. And I don't think, I don't think everybody's supposed to get it. <laughs> but somehow. Yeah, I guess it. It, yeah it's for us. Cause like for me, the dark has been like my, the bigger part of my being an expression for yeah, like a huge part of my life, like over a decade of depression. Um, and like, so now coming into, uh, it's like, you know, like using, transmuting it with humor, like is like the, the best way I can still keep it. Yeah, I in, get you. In my life. <laughs> yeah, what I do, yeah. um, I've got the, I save all the memes on my, on my, on my phone. And I have a little album. Oh yeah, same here. Like and, my and, phone, and like, like, I go through them a lot. And like, I've seen it a thousand times, but it still cracks me up. Um, <laughs> um, um, and it's substantial. There's a good couple of hundred there, and especially if I go back to the older stuff that I sort of forgot, like how. <laughs> yeah, I just recently had to start deleting the older stuff. I had literally three folders of, uh, of like over a thousand memes each that I always keep there in database to like um respond to things or to share with yeah, someone like so i've had to now i'm left with one because i needed <laughs> to make space but they're infinite i'll find them again <laughs> yeah no no i i feel you there it's it's it's, it's i even started making place. ones which which was really fun so yeah i mean um, yeah. i actually considered that at once but i don't think my humor and my use of language Whenever I, I just thought it was whack and I just gave up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, I, for me, that came with like just, you know, exposure. Like, yeah. for instance, like I just started uh, joining meme groups and like also me meme create creating groups and it just rubs off on you. Mm. It's like, um, you know, like, cause I've I've never been much for like comedy or anything, and like when I um started enjoying comedy, and that kind of I don't know brought out my sense of humor mm. in in my own unique way, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. being able to integrate that to like the way I look at life, you know, like, and that helps because then you're able to like have a sense of humor even about yourself and like the way the ways in which you are not being <laughs> the best to yourself and like having a sense of humor about that like allows us not to not on, uh, not to be too hard on ourselves yeah man yeah man yeah man yeah man uh, 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 another fellow um, artist once told me that artists take themselves too serious and i think he was dead right <laughs> way too serious 
like life is not that and that sort of sort of buys into what like losing like shit it's not easy <laughs> but yeah it is what it is now nah, i fully i fully i fully get you that the dark the, 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 just just the point on the comedy what i've actually done um and this is in this um um since since 2020 as that i've sort of dived i guess but deeper into comedy i i, I specifically got <laughs> especially during um this uh, no cheating bullshit um, um i watch comedy i i've 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 exhausted. That's why I'm actually quite frustrated because I've seen almost everything, and I'm always looking for new content. I came across yeah. another Mexican dudes channel last night, actually, and but there was some funny shit there. Um, um, so, 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 like, I'm always um, um, and 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 like I'm always with 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 series and stuff like that. There's always like this dumbass comedy that I don't worry with, but like I'm always checking out new stand up. And I'm very yeah. And my humor is also it's not 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 everybody does it for me. <laughs> I I same same. Shit. So it was weird for me, like in 2020, when I suddenly started finding humor that I actually relate to, and like I mean, it was a a long period of like just finding the best of the best, and then at some point I wasn't finding anything interesting anymore, and I think that's when I went. I dove deeper into memes because like um you know like you don't have to wait for like a whole special to yeah. Come. <laughs> yeah um it's like <laughs> yeah no, i get you i get you it, it's yeah. yeah 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 no, it, it, it's big so like i i even stopped trying to look for like i feel like it'll come to me when it exists yeah <laughs> I feel like I've gone through all the good stuff now. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, no, no. But something recently that it actually came out in 2020. I don't know if you're aware of Bo Burnham. He did a, um, a, I don't know, it's hard to even call it a comedy special, but it was put out on Netflix in 2020. Um, I didn't watch it then, but like I just recently um, went on a deep dive with it which like sort of reflects i guess the 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 the, yeah meme culture but like in 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 like um i don't know he integrates internet culture and like Mm. humor and it's just it's just beautiful check it out um Um, i think that's it's a good way to reflect on Bo Burnham, B-O. Yeah, yeah. Burnham. Okay. The the special is called Inside. All right. No, no. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'm done. Yeah. No, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. With with watching it, I I, I usually will start with like commentary on things that seem interesting and then I'll go into it. But um, yeah, if you have Netflix, go for it. Um, it's very introspective. It's so good, so good production-wise. Like just overall artistically, it just put um, the idea of comedy and music um, and all the arts into one um, not too serious yet serious thing, and it's beautiful. Yeah. I hear you there. And just to the listeners, 
remember to like, subscribe, and comment to this channel. And I know there's a bunch of you who's watching this and that can totally relate to what we're saying, especially if you're on the creative side of things. Like the vast, overwhelming majority of my listeners are anyway, so I'm sure you guys can relate. Uh, Kanil, we'll just close this session real quick and start the next one. Um, a lot okay, of cool. a lot of a lot of a lot of really poignant points that we made here. Uh, nice. like, yeah. And like I dig the fact that okay, maybe not the right way, but <laughs> you really speak open about suicide. That's that's actually quite a fuck man, I don't know. I I just I just think that's a heavy and that's a mature thing. Um, given that um, yeah. the times we are in and and, and and like on this platform, my listeners, I'm not trying to romanticize anything. Um, I just want to have conversations around it. And I don't want to sensationalize anything either. I hope I'm consistent like that for the next 10 years or so, because I really don't want to go left or right of any of those. Because I think those are such sensitive topics to artists anyway that you just, yeah, man. So, um, yeah, man, let's just, let's just restart the session and I'll, um, I'll, um, I'll yeah. let you in. I mean, in like before. Before we we go, like uh, for me, like I think now more than ever, I want to like remove the stigma and like the grimness of it, yeah, man. and like, but most, but but more than just suicide, just death in general. Like, um, I've never, you know, like saw death as a negative, um, and I've never feared death and but like because society has this um insidious and like and and it's absurd that we fear death which is the one thing that's inevitable and and now knowing with with like all certainty that okay cool um everybody we are back um you know can just before the break you know, you touched on um, how you don't fear death now, sort of inevitable. Um, I don't know if it's just this post-pandemic yeah. world, the fact that death was like everywhere around you, all media, social media, and so forth. Um, I'm sure I'm sure post-2020 changed a lot of people's perception on death. Um, what I want to, what I want to, what I want to get into, man, um, your your, perce uh, your perception, your work, nah? um, your artwork, um, um, it has a, I, there's, there's no real social commentary there and so forth. And it has its own sort of personality. You are such a deep and layered person, but your art, explain to me, how does that work? Eh? <laughs> Every, I mean, I mean, I can, I can, I can think of half a dozen. Mama. Yeah, man. So, so how do you? Is that is that is that intentional? I mean, my work is also layered in all the ways. Just like it's just um, very personal. It's all about um, me, my internal. Um, how to say? Yeah, my my internal world, which is full and rich and varied. I mean, if um, if I look through throughout 
you know, my trajectory with art, um, I've changed styles. I went from abstract to um, almost figurative um, with collage um, and um, integrating those two together and adding text as uh, at some point. But um, my work is, I've tried, has always been about me and um, just me trying to figure out how, you know, how, how, how life, how nature works and like my part in the whole thing. And, um, and I've never had the desire like a true desire to like make work that comments on anything other than my perspective of yeah, things. Man. So like, yeah, you know, anything outside of myself. Yeah, and um, at first it, you know, like it, it was not so intentional. And then came a point where, you know, like the industry tries to get you to comment on like social politics or you know the things outside of ourselves and like and then you know I intentionally didn't want to do that um after thinking about it a lot and um it just I just have nothing to say through yeah. my art but I have a lot to say through like you know like conversations yes but I, I I've never it never felt right to put it in like the work that I do. That's that's super um, that's super interesting. That's that's hmm. actually I think I think that's actually quite profound. I would think because, well, let me not explain. But I just I just think it's super <laughs> profound. That, please explain. Please explain. Uh for my side, I find it. Um, and I can only talk from my perspective. Everything of everything about me is political. Everything. My existence is political. My my so-called race identity, you know, colored, you know, it's political. Um, so when I sit out and conceptualize anything, um, this is even you know doing illustrations, this whatever, any form of uh, art that, that that comes through me, um, comes through this sort of political vehicle and and. For me, it's it's um, it's really difficult to divorce the two, and it actually cost me work. Uh, work as in like clients and so, because I find it really difficult to 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 sort of change. In fact, in fact, I've actually stopped that shit. Um, sort of like you know, change my thinking, sort of adapt this guy. I like like fuck you. I'll just go broke. I I can't do it. It it, it messes my brain, and mm. I'm at an age now where I just I just drew the line. Um, so, yeah, and like so it's so important it... to be authentic. Like, um, like whatever it is that you find like comes out as like true to you, um, and not trying to change what you do based on anything other than like your like intuitively, yeah, your, 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 you know. So like, yeah. <laughs> No, I, 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 I get you there. Um, 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 yeah, um, whether you used to do political work or you choose to see yourself through a political lens, 
um if that's authentic to you then like it comes easy for me it just never came easy mm-hmm. and like it would have meant me now trying to yeah you know like yeah, yeah do so, something that um, yeah mm. yeah no no fully 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 man there was um Ahmed, you know there's a there's, there's a there's a bunch of things I want I want I want to talk about but I'm just looking at time and, and so forth and so forth and just to the all new listeners I always try to keep the the podcast to just about under an hour and that's just how I can keep listeners. If I, I always feel if I go a bit longer, very few people... I love long that's... content. I watch um, the hour content. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, um, the advertisers love it too, um, for sure. <laughs> um, but like the stats show me... Um, I follow... This is this also something that, that I've changed a lot um, over, over 2020 is that I I'm really, I, I follow numbers. So I'm constantly looking at, um, so, so I'm talking specifically with the podcast to see how many, the, 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 the uh, how, uh, what, what's the average, the word for it, uh, a length that the people will watch a single podcast. That's also why I try to get like the personal stuff in the beginning and sort of like, uh, to me, the better content always comes later. But, yeah, so 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 now, I, I, yeah, everything is, is is based on is based on what the stats are telling me, and I also think the quality sometimes the recording has some has a bit to do with that. But anyway, um, what I wanted to say about um, about uh, 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 all all these other things that you um, that, that, that you said, there was a few things about um, how artists now sort of or measure what what people used to measure their success i think that is i think that um that's something i'm struggling in my personal life i don't know what success is anymore i uh, and and it actually fucks with me because i don't <laughs> it's always cool if you have sort of a marker to say okay now i achieved that and like, Ooh, i can move on i don't know anymore and that's and that's and that's something heavy man and um the other thing about um about a uh, 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 sort of sort of like where you uh, how you how you looked at uh, um, uh, I'm a death sure but I'm just gonna say adversity just to throw a bit of a broader blanket so it's inclusive of, of a few more other people because a lot of people do 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 I'm talking creatives do think a lot about death but um, what I because because to me that's the most dramatic or the most or just bear with me yeah. Uh, how you conceptualize that, I think, is is also is also something else. Um, and 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 then actually go out and talk about it and, and so on. And and I mean, I see all the social media feeds and how people respond. I think that's also something really worth. A guest of mine, few I think a month ago, two months ago, um, was also keen to do a podcast recording on that, um, on 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 healing. On, and our artists are dealing with adversity and creatives really because he's more of a designer um, but it's the same thing I think those points really resonate with me um, so just mm-hmm. to just to throw something now on top of that and you can comment with all of the above now we have this AI um, or fourth industrial revolution which is like landed is here it is happening that's something that's also depressing the shit out of a lot of people I think that's more because they're a bit naive and a bit more ignorant to some information, but still, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. And it's not just artists, it's many other. Um, so what's your take on all of that, man? What's your take on moving forward? 
you being as honest as you can um about about everything do you think there's a do you think it's a good thing and are you sort of adapting to this new i mean just call it this crazy ass reality that we all <laughs> new earth it's new this earth, new earth. Oh, okay that's the word i'm actually gonna write it down okay i'm gonna use it from now on you uh sure what's your what's your what's yeah. your take on that oh um picking up from the ai thing i mean with that and literally everything like i now you know like um no like being fearful is like never <laughs> never um the right way to like um look at things or even um it's never the right point to start even coming up with solutions for anything if the first thing is fear and i think um you know like people fearing having a lot of anxiety about ai and um the dangers that you know the people are you know talking about i feel like that's just like it's it's there's there's just been a, a lot of fear mongering and like we're so used to um just easily falling into that but like and now you know one of one thing i've learned is we need more optimism <laughs> just in as a culture as a society we need more utopian thinking and like and i mean ideas about ai have been around for so long mm -hmm. and like um there used to be um a fair ratio of utop utopian um optimism with like technology and ai and all the things and i mean you know as much as we can um go through all the disadvantages of technologies and i mean we've seen with the internet that there was a wave of people saying oh bad bad mm -hmm. um social media bad and like um and just for me looking back at things we always come to a place where like we get over the fears and like um for me i've uh, I feel blessed to live in a generation where like the internet exists and yeah, um, all too. of these this like um from my experience and lived like from my lived experience not from you know like what I hear from other people or what I can conceptualize on Me a too. bigger scale it's brought more good than like wow i can't even like even us doing this right now you know um like so so i think even with ai like we need to get over the um the wave of like um fear mongering and like just be optimistic about it there's so much um gold or so 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 much like opportunity for like new to come into um the new earth with like and and like tools like that are just like the internet democratized 
and social media democratize like um, platforms for and like there's been a plurality and multiplication of uh, individual voices like you know people being able to like express themselves and also like share ideas um, on a global scale and with AI like now think like right now um, you know like for instance music you know making music or making any like since we're artists any creative thing like making a film you know for for a long time has been that thing of like who that you need a lot of money you need a lot of resources everything you need a lot of resources to do but like with ai tools it just cuts down you know and like speeds up productivity flow and also like gives a lot of people resources people who have great ideas but yeah. not necessarily yeah. you know all the resources in the world to put those great ideas into form um a tool is a tool like you can't it <laughs> it's it's weird to say good or bad like a kitchen knife is a good tool mm. to cut up stuff and make food it can be a good um a good tool to do harm to something as well you know mm. so like these things they're not personalities they're not yeah, <laughs> like that like yeah, say never, you know like the never. big bad ai sure there will be um people with enough resources to like do harm to the masses but like from an individual perspective we always have the power to choose how we interact with literally anything and anyone in the world like with the world and the things that we have um so yeah i see it like that it's a great opportunity i can't i can't wait um yeah. i mean just like um going through seeing all the really really quick um evolution of the different tools that are being made um using ai it's you know, it's just like making so, so many of like my ideas suddenly don't feel so far mm. um, from from even being. I can now totally relate to that. Of like, what mm. do I want to focus yeah. on? Now? Yeah. It's not like okay, I have to wait for yeah. this for you know to get like an editor. I have to yeah. get a camera person, yeah. like all those things. No, fully, 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 fully. Uh, I just mm. want to add on to that there, and I want to use this platform, this podcast, as an example. I mean, I'm literally just using one device um, for that, and you know, it's 116 episodes into it. What I, what I love about technology is how it took, like, like you're saying there, how you it almost allows you to dream, or rather, make to mm. make dreams to you know come come true. Um, um, oh. especially how we stand and work with it. One thing, one thing that I've that I've that I've that I've that I've, well, I'm following. I haven't picked it up as much. I mean, maybe I should go to more art fairs, which I don't like. But anyway, another topic. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, actually, I love that point. You covered it on your previous episode. That was too dope. Yeah, that really hit because <laughs> I was with you there. Um, I was gonna say that, like, um, in like contemporary art. Um, so we're talking. 
guys is making work now a not not a lot of people are collaborating with technology maybe it's too expensive but i know like 3d printing also offers a really interesting world um and it really offers like yes as i would say another dimension to art making or, or making art but like what you what you uh, or, 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 or let me structure the question like this um 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 do you think there's a more room for collaboration between creatives and technology and sort of what type of collaboration so this is yeah like i mentioned with with the 3d printing i think there's some really exciting things and you can actually buy a 3d printer as i saw one early on today um so 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 you know it's i mean it's a little bit pricey but still um so yeah what's your what's your take on that i mean um for me you know like collaborating with um tech i mean i've you know like for as long as i can remember um i feel like you know like that's um let me like for instance you know us as a society and humans um in when we collaborate and also i mean we collectively are co-creating reality right yeah. so collaboration co-creation is like um an integral part of the simulation that we live in of mm-hmm. beyond the simulation even like just life and existence like everything is interconnected and always affecting each other and like working together so like um i feel like that's that's always been what would happen eventually i mean for me the collaboration with technology my interest came in a lot um several years ago when i you know started looking more into um well what do they call, um generative art mm. so like um there's been a whole movement i would say that's like you know like the beginnings of ai art but mm. except like the artist would like create a code that would then make the artwork yeah, man. um you know and then maybe in the you can collaborate more by like maybe giving the code like more leeway in mm. like how to you know tra- um change it and stuff like that and i've always found that so fascinating and like ai is making it easier because now we don't have to learn to code mm. <laughs> to actually collaborate with the machine and um i think that's that's very exciting yeah um, man also. um 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 that's a um, i like what you said there um what on my side and what i'm trying to and also just to the all the listeners like i'm really keen to collaborate on artists who are open to that um like i'm building a platform um with gallery gallery 360 africa um mm-hmm. i believe that um you can have i want to build a platform that makes it easier for for one to take all these ideas and actually sell it um i think that technology is just such as another point on on collaborating with uh technology um i've actually been following well with the cape town art fair early on this year um um it's the it's sort of like nobody has really changed anything post covid it's just back to the same old 
you know, send out an email to your database, hoping that people kind of mess <laughs> up, you know, drink, you, you spend, I don't know how much money on booze and food to keep everybody there. Yeah, Overpriced I can't believe at some point I, I, I wondered, hmm, should I go? Like, I don't even know where that thought came, but obviously <laughs> I decided now it's going to be the same. Like, I'm, what am I expecting to see that I, I, I haven't seen before? Just yeah. be, you know. And the same faces yeah. too. It's usually the same faces. Mm. Um, and then you spend so much money on, on booze. Yes. Like, on, a on, lot of on, money on booze. Like, I, don't, I don't even drink booze, but I know for sure even water or tea would, would be like 10 times mm. um, more expensive than it needs to be. And like beyond the fact that I can't afford that, even if I could, that is just like a silly thing. I think it's, I think it's so like, I think it's so unnecessary. I think those costs are completely unnecessary. Even something like framing. If I um I I was looking at the entire art ecosystem and, and just evaluating why do we need certain things like why is there uh, such a, a connection between wine and and fine mm -hmm. art? I don't think it's necessary. Everybody drinks red wine. Um. What I'm with just just to furthermore that um that that point on collaboration with um, with technology. What I'm what I'm really focusing on is sort of just focusing on selling the art. So here you have the art, you have a platform to sell it, and that's and that's our primary focus to sell um, all the um, things like I, I mean, framing is so expensive, and there's an entire yeah, industry mean... based off that. Why is and, that, and, and how is that, that necessary? I mean, for me, like that that those were some of the things that I had to like really be honest with myself about when I finally stopped even bothering um showing at exhibitions and like and realizing that you know, like when things started picking up on online and like seeing also that. Um, my clients, may, most of them are overseas, and like, um, and also if if I were to now exhibit in the industry at a gallery, um, the artist has to pay for the framing, and you have to get the work there and get it back because they're not even going to try to sell it. Yeah. There's no guarantee. You have all the risks yeah. and yeah. and they have zero risk yeah. in in in, yeah. in giving you the opportunity to show your work and maybe it might sell. And it's like when we look at it, like we have the without us, they have nothing, nothing to sell, have, right? So like why should I pay for you to like what are you bringing? We are the creators. We we create the product, and and if you are not even doing half your part, which is to make sure that you are selling, create a market. If you don't have people buying whatever that is, like do something. Like we, I I can't. I can't. Be, like I, I'm, I'm with you. All the risk, and you you have you're putting. There's no risk for you. Me putting there and not selling, that's not a risk for you. That is just, you're even expecting it because, like, it's built into your whole system. And um, and then my work ends up being just a decorative thing there because you're not even invested in trying to make sure that it sells, which is your job, not mine. 
that's a very that's a very solid point uh, that you that you're making of like us taking all of the risks and then the gallery taking yeah. zero. Um, we have the most to lose. And if it there sells, nothing worse. Then they, then they still have audacity to take a percentage. What yeah. I what I find what I find really insulting in that in that in that system, as you say, that like without us, there's none of that other shit exists. All of a sudden, there's a food industry put on top of that. There's a wine, the wine mm. industry is put on top of that. Um, and if you have a physical show, you know, there's always electricity. There's 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 um, there's things like that. And a surprise, surprise that comes out of a bite of the artist. Um, the point, the, um, the, 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 also the point about framing, which I find, I find it ridiculous. Um, um, and I actually want to take a, uh, uh, <laughs> I want to take a punch at this, um, especially to artists who are sort of up and coming and so forth. There's all these shows that you have where they, where they have a call out for artists and you must bring framed artwork. Others, they won't take your work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. that system is like, what, the, what are you it saying? Like that. What are you doing here? And it, How is it that started right? with like the students, even like even the competitions. Like as a student, like they'll invite all the students, and you have to pay for all those things. And it's like, nah, no, no. Selling online, like I don't have to worry about that because anyway, framing it will make it more expensive to ship if I'm shipping it. And yeah. like the client has now the power to choose their own preferred frame you know i don't have to why should i worry about the framing unless the framing is like uh, an important part of the artwork why should that be part of my equation i'm with you there um also another part about the selling and the, uh, uh, about the physical exhibition i know that a lot of and with myself included um you know the opening is usually where you do the most of the sales and it sort of gets Unless you have certain clientele and the, you know the gallery calls or bring people and so forth, but it's usually the opening. And if you look at all the pomp and ceremony around that, most of the shows in Joburg that I've been to, the overwhelming majority, overwhelming majority, the majority of the people there is not going to buy shit. They're there for the wine, they're there for the party, and they're there for the honor. Oh. Okay, nice shop. That, but then that's there's <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but I think if you want to have a party, then have a party. You know, if you if you if you want to have a good time, then have a good time. I mean, like we all, <laughs> we all love that. But I think those two things are selling art do not go together. I don't see why I should allow a pump and, and ceremony and all these other trinkets. I don't know why I should have all of these things in play in order for me to sell work. Because then you're not there to buy art, you're there to be entertained. And then if you want to be entertained with other stuff, they will sell you those um, things. I, I, I just I just think that system don't it, 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 it doesn't work and it's created in such a way there's this narrative we pushed out I think over hundreds of years that that's how you boom that's how you gotta um, um there's a there, there, there's, there's, there's a fellow artist I actually want to get all of them for, for, for this platform uh, 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 you know he had to his work got um, accepted for some gig in the UK now salute to that big up my brother, my brother for that but then you have to pay for your own plane ticket. So, so the <laughs> the show in the UK uses you to 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 to, to get money. But I, I mean, it just doesn't fucking work. So what I that's this is to revert back to the point I made earlier on about collaborating with technology and with AI is that there are now tools where we can sort of like get rid of all of this shit over here. 
um, 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 and 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 this way, everybody who's listening here, yeah, I wanted collab. I want I want to do more work around that. I want to I want my platform to be focused solely on selling art. So it'll be obviously how you present the work, and that's something we were looking at very closely. And then how to get it to this um, to certain people. Obviously, the shipping and buying, but that's a, that's not really a biggie. But um, mm. and and in order to create a culture of um, how do I say it's like 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 when there's certain artists on here, you get a notification, so forth. There's little tricks and, and tools to do that. Um, so 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 I want conversations around that over there. One thing, just another point on your work, which like I I love it, man. Like most of the guys that I talk to on this platform are not don't really use social media like you do like you like you specifically this is the persona that i'm creating here's my work buy my fucking work there's um i find there's a lot of buffoonery around social media and a lot of and this buffoonery is recently capitalism which we can have we can talk about that but i find all these things unnecessary you know let's get to the thing artists need to eat we need to we need mm. to love. let's focus on let's let's zone in on that over there and not I, I just don't see the fucking need for another art fair. <laughs> and then I'm always interested in those like who's paying these funders and sponsors and so forth that's giving money to these people? Like how how do they get their money back? If I'm giving you a hundred K, how the fuck <laughs> do I get my money back? I don't see the the, 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 the the economics makes no sense. Which is why I'm. It doesn't, right? Because and and like yeah, it really doesn't. I mean, when I was working for the project space and having to you know like um, organize for us to show at these events, I was shocked with like the amount of money that um, uh, an institution or a gallery has to pay for that. Like you know, but I mean, you know, there's there's a there's there will always be a whole lot of money laundering whenever you are in an industry of overpricing things. <laughs> and like, you'll go to all of them and like most of the booths, they don't sell that many stuff, but the ones that sell are like, you know, if you just sell one 13 million, one um artwork and like you know who's coming to you to buy it like you know for these bigger um galleries like um it's it's no longer about the art now it's about the price tag and like you know like the opportunity for the the, the money laundering and and like you know which i guess talking about the price tags and stuff which brings me to like now um on i've had to also you know like deconstruct my relationship with capitalism and like selling my work because that's another thing that led to me to to like now not no longer being able or to to sell work the way that i was selling this um, or rather having blocks to selling work and then eventually coming to a point where like I was just creatively blocked because everything I did um, seemingly didn't like get the response that it mm. had that 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 it should have 
but um but then you know coming to full circle to realizing that um you know the the worst thing that i <laughs> i i could put myself into is like making creating art with the end goal of like um selling especially like in um in a capitalist way and so like i've had to really rethink like um how we also like for me the art you know like there's a personal co connection to it even though there's also um um a healthy detachment like for me the most important part of it is the process of creating and um and then once that's done i literally won't see that artwork again until someone buys it and i have to take it out and give it to them right um so like i ended up having like an entire factory of artworks that were not sold and um also like okay they're not sold and then i also had to think okay with um pricing as well like that's that's a strange thing like it, it always makes me laugh that i can't even afford to buy my own artwork right now well like what why like does that make sense to me <laughs> like and and also like having to to you know like confront how arbitrary the 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 price is as well and what is it based on really um besides a system that was already there obviously coming from you know like university and like the industry and what not but like is it really realistic like um and like what does it mean also to me personally like because like um so i've had to just really think of that and like how the industry has created like a situation where um someone you know would see an artwork maybe for example of mine that they deeply connect to and they would love to buy but because their pockets aren't deep enough they can't have it and 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 they can't have it and now it's just going to sit somewhere hidden forever that is such um, a that is such an unfair system um, um i fully I, um, i fully get you there and i don't see why and, you can't compromise yeah exactly and like and i'm i'm still i still don't know what new way we're going to do it but so so right now all all of my work is on a like offering like you make your offer um and i've come you know to peace with that i'm happy about that but i i do see a lot of people still finding it difficult to wrap their heads around that because like someone would ask um i really want to buy this um how much was it so that i don't you know um offer you too little let's actually, and then, like, let's actually pick up that like don't yeah let's actually pick up that point because that's a super relevant point over there uh, on the pricing of of artwork and why all of a sudden there's uh, this magical rule made up i don't know about who said it that you can outprice yourself on the market you must out there's always these 
I, I, I find it so crazy that there's, that, there's, that, that, that there's no set formula to price your work, but if you step out of certain lines, ooh, let's, um, let's actually pick mm. up that. Um, I'm gonna, let me just close this session and start a new session and we'll pick up that topic, Emma. Okay, cool. I'm gonna make tea now. All right. I know all about that. Um, Aiken, anyway, so just before that break, um, we just left on that point on uh, on pricing of, of artwork. Um, my my take is 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 that I think that that's actually it's actually built or sort of corruption is sort of built into that. I want to give you just an example. One of my artworks was actually rejected by a certain gallery because it was on the wrong paper. Um, he felt that the paper wasn't, um, and I just used, I don't even know what, because to me it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. I, don't, I don't go out of my way to find the most expensive and the most, I don't do the, any of that shit. And he actually rejected mm. because, and then they look at the price and they also dodge with the price. I was quite insulted and I've never spoken to them since because I was deeply, deeply insulted by that. Um, and it also just raises the point like my brother, what what is <laughs> what is going on here? Please justify yourself. And um, the I just find the pricing of these things completely ludicrous. Um, no one has ever, and I've asked many people over the years to explain it to me. Um, and I think if I ask ten people, I got ten different answers. And um, but yet, you know, the artist is a you you, you make your living. None of us chose this profession. You either have it or you don't. There's no middle ground, and I know you can relate to what I'm saying. You either are an artist or you're not. So for us that are, our whole careers can't be based on something which can change by the drop of a hat. Today, you know, this piece is worth two and a half. Tomorrow's worth 20K. Next week is worth 200K. Like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> I watched this video. Um, I mean, I watch a lot of shit with YouTube. Um, I don't remember. Me too. Don't that's like that's my library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember what the thing was called, what channel it was from. But I just explained it was some American thing here, of course. So I was explaining how the pricing works and they gave this example of this Michael and uh yeah, one of these Renaissance people. Um they found some artwork in a thingy somewhere and it went from for over three decades, it was just in somebody's house. Now that thing is worth an astronomical amount of money and it's owned by some oil-rich Saudi something, something. I mean, it's worth, I think who, it just- who, who probably puts it, who probably hides it in some fishing container somewhere and never sees it because it's, it's purely um, an investment or a money laundering cow, I don't know. And then they find, I don't know where they find these scientists to prove that this dude actually did, you know, make it. Just for everybody who's watching this channel, I can tell you now, the artists are incredibly talented people and they must seriously not underestimate an artist. If I want to create something that looks like Pirne, for example, um, I can do that in this very studio over here and I can fool you. Firstly, Piranev's technique is really simple and I can mix that paint. I can, I can really fool you. You have to be really, and I can actually go and hire a scientist that also, you know, uh, uh, talks on my behalf. That is, yeah. <laughs> that, thing is, that thing is ludicrous. And I can't believe that it's been going on for hundreds of years and, and, and everyone mm. is just okay with it. 
it's just it's just okay with yeah. that's also going that's back to, to letting go of things that are not based on authenticity and truth like I, I i feel like that's one of the things i had to let go of like um like the pricing that you know acceptable pricing system and like just clear that out i might not know what is better but i truly believe that you know some people pe like and and not not just believe i i know like for instance there's artworks you know that were that would get bought by like a big company that has a lot of money for a higher price than i would have ever imagined to even put you know on on that thing and that's because they have the money to put whatever price that they, to them that price is nothing to me it's a lot um and like and they essentially just bought the digital rights to use it commercially right so the actual artwork is still there and um i can still sell it as what it is um and so i remember recently someone wanted to buy the artwork and like like i was saying all my work is on like how much do you want to buy it for you choose right and so and and still you know so now it's like the hurdle of like everyone else so so now still the person is like okay but how much was it originally mm -hmm. so that i don't give yeah. you too little yeah. and yeah. like and i had to like again you know try to figure out how to put it in context and like realize and i was like well actually i've already gotten money for these artworks way more money than like I could have even asked for so literally like there is once I give you the price that it originally was and you 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 know you can't afford it now you know like you're going to pull back and think whatever you're going to give is too little or too high and like and you know like I can't even <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of artists go through this like you know when someone says oh my god i love your work i want to buy this how much is it you give them the price and like you never hear from them again <laughs> that is such a heartbreaking thing for any artist oh i get really like you get so much anxiety when someone asks you how much is it and like you go i i would go through like a whole cuz i'm like this is the moment where like someone who actually wants to buy could disappear purely because they can't afford it because and they can't it's like it. mm. and and they're not they're, they're not going to say it cuz like it's embarrassing for them as well i'm guessing and it's like you know it just creates a whole lot of like emotional distress that absolutely <laughs> that, like man. we don't need absolutely don't need. that is a very that that creates us, creates a hell of a lot of anxiety um i was at one book fair um some years back and I had my illustrations there. And um, just to explain to people um, how much I charge for this, how much I charge for that, um, you know, you already, I got into this. Uh, um, Kirill, are you still there? I can't hear you. I'm still here. You oh, oh, oh yeah, the screen just, yeah, yeah, the screen just froze there. Ah, my connection, I think there's load sharing on the way. 
um the my my connection is not that strong but anyway we're gonna wrap up soon anyway so i just want yeah. to say um that that anxiety it's it's fucking intense man i don't think enough people speak about that shit it's seriously intense we because don't. as you say you have that window of what like a minute if a minute yeah and you don't know that price you drop over there one time i, I just want to raise you um i was okay i won't call out names here but i was with us <laughs> renowned i was gonna say in what part of how they are but i don't give it away um but i was there they wanted they wanted this huge ass mural also now for this time june 16 thing um and there was another dude who i know i know him well we don't get along which even made it even more because then they called him first and i was sitting there like oh, because i went there yo i'm gonna charge this amount then i saw this dude so what i did i under um what's the word you know i charged like basically nothing um, um i loved all that thing for a month um and after a month later you know it was back i find that process you know you know now with covid and all this shit, like sitting back and thinking you know i thought about that the other day and i'm like fucking hell man like this is also an institution that also caters for artists but they call two people they put you there together in the waiting room now already like how insensitive is that now you gotta yeah, pick like, I find that shit just wrong. Just wrong. Is so this wrong. is an institution that is supposed to be for the arts. Like it isn't. It isn't. It's just it's just it's just it's just wrong. And those type of things really, really forced me um to relook at my entire I mean I'm about twenty or so years in this thing. Um and just to say like i can't do this for another 20 fucking years um i'm gonna build my own platform i'm broke as fuck but i'm gonna get people and you know as it should have it they all work people is willing to design the, the technology for me and we have an arrangement thank the, thank the tech gods for that for AI. yeah yeah some some people will not thank jesus and shit, but i think i work my butt off to get you i'm not gonna thank nobody like because these guys no, no, no. because they know my reputation and, and and I put in the work so it's I wanna I wanna reach in because because we can't do this for another 20 years especially given that we're now in 2023 we have all this technology I was reading something about um, these um, flying cars which is becoming much more of a reality and I would think just imagine like is a car flying past you yeah and uh, you get on it but we're using the same system to sell art that we did in the 19th century. <laughs> that's not progressive that's going backwards if you ask me so yeah man mm. i just wanted to raise that point and really it's very personal to me clearly um yeah me too I, hey i just know like, a lot of other artists who have similar um story yeah it's a very toxic um uh, system that you know has whew, i mean throughout history like yeah it has really messed with um an artist even sense of worth sense of being and like sense of purpose when when um even the price of your work is like a gatekeeping tool and like every single thing um attached to like the selling of your work in you know some uh, an industry that is supposed to serve you it's like 
it, it becomes another tool of beating down on you. You yeah. know, you have people telling you that you are, um, you know, like um, either belittling you or like, you know, praising you for all the wrong reasons. It's yeah. like... It's, uh, it's, it's really time to change, um, I would think, um, um, and, 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 and I think only we can. I think that the majority of the world underestimates artists um, too much that we can, you know, you think you can only work like this. Mm. I actually take that as a bit of a challenge. It really, not that it inspires me, but it sort of pushes me because I don't want to be inspired by shit like that. But like, it, <laughs> it really motivates me to 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 get up and and and, and to constantly um, 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 move. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, do better. Uh, um, yeah. Not to not repeat to the same point over and over, but you know, we made up, we made our mm -hmm. point on that. I'm just gonna let that, you know, just be supposed to spend the next twenty yeah. minutes saying the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I just think we should all just remain optim. Like you're saying, like you seeing that as a challenge, that's the optimism that we need. You know, like, um. Instead of, you know, it's putting you down, it's like, okay, this is now my mission to like um do do it my way and and like make it work. Like cause cause you know it is possible. Like it it all is possible. We just need to like make that step of like completely letting go of the things that don't serve us and yeah. like focus, you know, like all our intention on like what will serve us, even if it's yeah. on an individual, it's just you doing that um, triggers something in someone else to do it for themselves as well. Yeah, and sort of lays to the point we made earlier on about, you know, after COVID, like losing everything and just really looking at what, you know, what constitutes success to, to whoever. Um, um, honestly, I think others should have more and more of these conversations. One thing that really pains me, and this is more a post uh, COVID world is the amount of artists that's taking their own lives. Um, I can think of quite a few male singers, but still, um, I can think of a few artists that um, have just, yeah, that that uh, that that glow on their skin as you know, as since as since as since you know, um, disappeared. Um, I also know a few artists that. Um, <laughs> You know, um, anxiety can be mistaken for a few other things. Not always that you're being inspired, as that you have a bit of a, you know, bit of a mental condition. It's not always that you're being mm. religious or you have a calling or something. And I'm not making poking fun in any of that. But I think some of that stuff is, you know, rooted in anxiety and being desperate and thinking, oh, fuck, I must do something different. Whereas you could mm. just, um, we should just create a system. You can just be yourself because the market is there. Um, I really do. Yes, you are the niche. Like each and every one of us is a niche on its own. Like so, yeah. it's about time we focus on creating the systems that work for us first. Yeah. Like you, you know, think of it as like you creating as um a um what a market for yourself. What works for you and what do you believe in? And like um. And most certainly the most authentic to you will be what works for you. It, it, it has to, totally that's agree. just how the universe works. It has to. 
I fully agree, man. I totally, I totally agree. And thank goodness that technology has finally caught up with us. We couldn't be having this conversation in the early 2000s. It's awful. <laughs> It'll just be yeah. I mean, we wouldn't even know each other. What? Yeah. <laughs> It'll just be yeah. I want to just go by. So I think technology has really, has really, has leveled the playing field, which is, which is a, which is, which is a very cool thing. Um, yeah, man. Hey, you can do it. You know. Um, I think we can actually wrap it up there, man. Um, yeah. Is there any other, um, I don't know, notice, <laughs> notice uh, shows, <laughs> uh, where can you find your work, that type of thing, um, uh, in, uh, um, yeah, and so forth? Okay. Well, um, I, I think you'll just put the handles in the description. Yeah, but um, my work you'll find online. Um, my, and um, and please follow, subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's where I'll be like, um, just sharing all the ideas that um, I I haven't shared in my art. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and like just to close, like you know, like um, <laughs> close it off with um, the topic that scares everyone. Um, because like, yeah, I feel like my, one of, you know, my biggest intents with like just talking openly about suicide and, and death in general is like, like death is, it's really like on the other side, a way it's like, it can only be good whether you believe in an afterlife or, or not. This, what we're experiencing here. There can't be anything worse than that. I Just agree. like trust that. And also, like, um, I know this now for sure, but like for anyone who's having trouble with like um dealing with maybe the loss of, you know, like through death of a loved one or just, you know, like um feeling bad about people, um killing themselves or dying like just know that <laughs> like um it's not a terrible thing if anything like if they could they would be screaming at you to like not be sad about it because that's just like you know like it's and 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 it's not insensitive to look at it that way like for instance when i was younger um, I don't remember this because, like, I don't really have memories from that time. But my mom always tells me that from a young age, like, my dad passed away when I was still young, maybe around four or something. I don't know. But um, she always tells me that, like, even then, I was the one who was, like, consoling her about my dad's death. And, like, even throughout my entire life, it's never been um a problem because i don't know i feel like somewhere intuitively i just knew that they're in a better place wherever they are and like um and also it's an inevitable thing and and people die at the time that they are supposed to die no one you know like dies too young or or anything like that because like and i know this now for sure. I mean, after two failed suicide attempts that 
um, even the doctor doesn't understand. I don't understand. Like I shouldn't, you know, even be here, but I am because it's not my time. And like, um, so like, um, we shouldn't, or like, yeah, I personally, um, wouldn't look at any death as like too soon or like, you know, it's like ev everything happens for a reason when it happens, everything. It's been something, you know, like that I've, I've come to appreciate. I mean, I hated whenever my mom would say everything happens in its time. Um, used to hate that, but, um, and then like, through, you know, like things like the Taoist philosophy of um, the way things are, the Tao, and how nature never hurries, yet everything is accomplished. And um, like just, you know, doubling down on that, everything, like there, there's no hurry, there's no slowdown, everything happens as it should. We just need to like, focus on ourselves more. I feel like that's probably like the best advice that I could give to people. Now that you'll see like a whole lot of external things like politics and all these things that we know are fucked up, they're going to be crumbling down. And like, this is time for us to um, introspect a lot and work on yourself for you, for your best self, you know, like, just doing the best for you. And the less the external noise, you, the less you allow it to like put fear into you or like especially fear about, oh, about the systems crumbling, like that's just gonna delay the process of things actually starting to get better. And they, they will, I know that for sure. Like you'll see, I'm very excited about it. Um, <laughs> And and that's probably why I'm still here because because like I know, like I, I'd be missing, you know, the biggest show of all time. Yeah. Wow. Um. Thanks for that, man. Thanks for the honesty. Um. Much love to that. I think the honesty is is still dope, man. It's just dope. Thanks for the honesty. Um. Thank. I think that's a really dope ass perspective as well. Um. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think that was just cool, man. Um, Kanilba, thanks for everything, man. I think this was super cool. This was definitely by uh, the longest episode I've had <laughs> so far. I'm sure Thank it's well you. over an hour, which is doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I'll chop it up. You know, I'll create shorts out of it in the next few weeks or so, and I'll publish this. Yeah, okay, awesome. Please send um share share the the files with me on Drive. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'll probably make shorts as well for myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now nah, for sure, for sure. Let yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us oh, do that. I'll publish this on the 9th of July. Yeah. Um, okay. I just want to mention the dates because uh, people listen to it, you know, whenever now. Um. So yeah, I mean, Shakmana, this was this was cool. Um. Yeah. Thank I will say a few Thank other you. things, but yeah, my pleasure, man. <laughs> and, and and um yeah man let's keep the communication channels open man like i wanna i wanna collaborate on i don't know what it's just i'm running with my instinct here so i'm just being instinctive yeah mm. like i feel there's a collaboration somewhere i can't define it right now but i i, I know it is um 
So many cool points here. And I'll check out that comedian. I could I could I could I could use more comedy. Yes. yes. I'll send you a link now now, even. Yeah man, yeah man, please do that. Uh to, right. to everybody else, people, yeah, please like, subscribe, and comment. Please let me know what you think about this episode. Um all the creators out there. Kanilwe, thanks a lot, my sister. It's actually getting a bit chilly. Yeah. Thank you. Know. Yeah, so, it's getting yeah. dark out here. We'll be in touch via social media and, and have a great evening. Huh? One love. Peace.